I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Live commentaries and podcasts. This is Rebel Yell from the WFC Supporters Association. This is the Rebel Yell Podcast. Welcome to episode six of the Rebel Rock Podcast. <laughs> no? Yeah, got ya. I actually did, George didn't got confused by that, I think, when I texted him, showed it to him. I think there were um, some people genuinely expecting a commentary. I think Stu said he got confused by that. <laughs> he did, yeah, he's laughing. Yeah, um, anyway, April Fool's. Well, don't think, I mean, we know Pete likes a bit of glory and a bit of like, uh, a bit of attention, but I don't think he'd go as low to commentate on a Bogner game, would you? I wouldn't have been on it. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> fighting talk from that there. Anyway, welcome to episode six of the um, Rebel Yell podcast of season 22-23. Just me and you tonight. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> Should we do, what is it, what is it, what's the hashtag you wanted? <laughs> hashtag pray for Pete. Yeah, I think we need to get pray for Pete trending. He's got paperwork tonight. I don't know, do we start taking offence at this, Spencer? I don't know, like, I've put deodorant on tonight, I've had a shower, I can't say it's got smell. I mean, come on, Pete. I'll come back for the last episode of the season, the glory. Come on, we want you back, we need our threesome going again. That sounds really weird again. Anyway, right, moving on. Um, It's been an interesting six weeks for the men's team, up and down. Um, Some big victories and some big losses, (laughs) um, as we'll talk about with uh, most of the guests on our podcast tonight. As you know, we've got the usual from Hinch and John, uh, both the men's and women's managers. Stu joins us for a bit of that youth talk and change your room. Um, we've got Lauren Dolbear from the women's team. We've got Mr. 100, Ollie Pierce, um, appearing tonight. Um, some great guests, and we, we, we've done it. We, we've done a good, because normally two months we've done, we've done six weeks this time. Yeah, I don't think that's well. too bad. Yeah, we've done well, we've got ourselves together. Right, um, firstly, Keep an eye out for our social medias and Spencer and I at the ground next Saturday. We will be selling the next drop of, 50, of T-shirts for the Rebel Yell. Last time we sold all 50 out in 45 minutes. So yeah. can we make so, it half an hour this time? Yeah. Come, 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 come and see us or contact us if you, if you want a T-shirt. We'll but, be getting some pictures out soon. If you, really, if, you really, if you can't make it next Saturday and you really want one, please do send us a tweet um, or try and get in touch with one of us and we'll do our very best but they said it is a 50 edition run once they're gone they're gone and last time everyone loved them we've had some great fear we see them being worn around the ground and people even washing them like we, we we ordered them as a as a sort of like it was it wasn't risky but we ordered them and he, um, they've come out really well and yeah. people have washed them but got me, got me nice red and white this yeah. time ready for summer and what is it it says on it uh, we're the red and white army. Come on, you have to think about that. We designed it, Spencer. Come on, come on, come on. Um, but yeah, ten pounds. That's all it is. Ten pounds. Um, wear it in time for Easter. Uh, well, no, Easter will be gone by then. So wear it in time for like the summer. You know, it'll be nice. It's nice to support. As you know, it's not. It's not money making scheme. All the money gets invested in the club because. 
Sports Association have now sponsored the extra seats in the stand. The crush barriers. Crush barriers that are in uh, the shed end and along the terrace there. So the money does help go back into the club. So please, please, please do purchase if you uh, see them. Um, Spencer, we get into that business end of the season. We are so close to the playoffs, we can taste it. Shall we put our next on the line here? Are we going to make the playoffs or not? What, what do you think? Yeah. How far are we going to go in the playoffs? Eliminators, semis, or final, or winners? Just, one step at a time. Or do we do it one step, at, do time? One step at a time? Yeah, I think we'll get in there. Want us to make the playoffs, obviously. I think we'll make the playoffs. It's all in our, you know, we'll, we'll discuss as we go on. Is it in our hands or in our hands? We've got, we've got you know, some big games against teams that are around us. You know, they're, they're going to they're gonna make the difference as long as we do the job in the, in the other games against your Concords, etc. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, it's just, as we said, and we said plenty, you'll hear us say it plenty of times in this podcast, we were taking this this time last year when we were getting ready to lift the Ishmael League trophy. Um, to think we were possibly around any form of promotion to the National League in a year's time, it's just crazy. Yeah. It is be, crazy. To be sitting here at the beginning of April, talking about playoffs, whether we'll be in the playoffs, right, we'll be in the playoffs. What a discussion to be having, eh? Yeah, it's great. But also, another discussion to be having is how well the women's team are doing. Cup final on the 30th. Just, just, just brilliant. And um, not only not only on the pitch, it's great to see the the, the crowds are, the crowds are going up game by game as well. And I say it all the time, come along. Yeah, it's, 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 you know they're they're, um, they're they're really good teams, a good atmosphere. And we appreciate some people that come to the Saturday games can't always come to the Sunday games because of family commitments. But if you can commit yourself to one Sunday game this season, make it the thirtieth of April away at Sutton for the cup final. Um, yeah, twelve o'clock versus Dartford. It's at Sutton United. Twelve o'clock. It's not far to go. Sutton versus Dartford. Um, really, really, really excited for that, and it's. Um, I mean, thanks to Bohus for who the women's sponsor for sponsoring the coach. Um, but it's all sold out as far as we know at the moment. But I think they are doing a a, a reserve list. But talking about the women's team, I think it's time we get our first guest on. We um, John always supplies with a good player. We've got a good chat. We've got Lauren Dolbear this month, the goalkeeper, and we joined her earlier on to uh, discuss the season so far and the, the future for the women's team. This is the Rebel Yell podcast. We're joined by Lauren Dolbear. Welcome to the Rebel Yell podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, firstly, views on the season so far? Um, yeah, I think we've had quite a good season. Uh, still got, I think, about eight games left, so still got quite a big push just mm. to try and obviously keep winning and hopefully get promotion. And yeah. Cup final on the way as well. Yeah, exciting for the Cup final. Um, 30th of April at Sutton United playing Dartford. What are your thoughts on it? Excited for it? All the girls looking forward to it? Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, obviously, we've played Dartford twice already this year and come off with a, a 2-1 and a 2-0. So, hopefully, we can do the same again and come home with a cup. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's been a really exciting season so far. Um, you know, us in Ebb's fleet, it's, it's, getting a bit, it's getting a bit tight. You know, that bizarre 7-all day on Sunday. <laughs> um, it... It, it, it almost seems like whoever has a slip up between there and the end of the season, that, that might make the difference. Yeah, I think um, obviously we've had quite a tough run of games the last few weeks, um, which obviously we've shown that we can run with the top teams and obviously unfortunately had our first defeat, but as a team we kind of picked ourselves back up and came out with a 2-0 win against Fulham, so that's always a plus. Yeah, so... Looking at the rest of the season, it's obviously probably proper putting you under pressure here. 
do you think the girls will do it? Do you think it's the title's yours, or are you just is it one game at a time? I think with the girls we've got in the uh, the camp, we can definitely do it. Like from where we've come in the season, I think with a big push and a lot of hard work, we can we can win it. Um, but I think, like you say, it only takes one team to take mm. a slip. So hopefully, we can just stay on the ball and get there. Yeah, I think it, it must be hard at times to sort of distance yourself from that because obviously the dream you probably sit there dreaming and have your hands on a trophy getting a promotion is what obviously everyone wants for the club how do you distance yourself from that how do you like do, how do you get away from that because obviously you know it's so close and you can almost taste it yeah. but it's not quite there yet uh, I think for me personally as I just want to take one step at a time and focus on that game and for me just hopefully save save the goals and keep pushing forward with that yeah. speaking of goals so there's quite a bit of pressure on with the goal difference. <laughs> Lawrence nodded at me. <laughs> was it 19? So, is it 19 at so the moment? Yeah, we've got a few goals to make up, you know. Yeah, I think we've got the strikers that can do it. Mm, and we've got the, the, the players that can finish. I think for us, it's just staying solid at the back to not letting any more, more goals. So that's going to be the difference. Yeah, 100%. So let's take it all back. So um, just tell us about your history of Worthing, why you came, when you came, just for the listeners out there. Um, I came back um, 21, I believe. It's when John joined, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah just so, as, yeah. I, I was signed uh, when, when Michelle was here, but um, I had an injury, so I was waiting for an operation and then obviously COVID hit. So then I kind of had like 18 months out and then yeah kind of I've worked with John before at Lewis yeah I've worked very closely with Rad as well so yeah so I think I've been here two years now so what was it that brought you back obviously you said you're here before like was it just the sort of goal that John had the sort of overall like the sort of dream he had for the club and like taking them forward um yeah I think obviously working with John and well, I've played with Kelly and I've worked with Rad and as a goalkeeper for me it's so important to have a goalkeeper coach that I really trusts and working well with Rad I think that was one of the main and the dreams of getting promotion and like last year when we came up we let everyone thought that we were just going to be like a bottom league team and then all of a sudden we're finishing mid-table so yeah no it's been great and you can see like just the building on last season you had to be around the top and even if it doesn't happen it's an achievement and I guess something to build on um do you feel that the women's europe european england winning the european championships past summer have you felt the effect around the women's game? Like we've, we ask this to sort of all, all the girls who speak to on the podcast every month, and we do. We think it's personally affected it. Have you seen it? And yeah, like you know, to add to that, we're speaking on Thursday evening. It's the finalists of tonight: England against Brazil, sold out at Wembley, and they could have probably sold it out twice. Yeah, I think the Euros did help. Like, and we get a lot of the young girls here now with the mascots, and obviously showing that we can. Be a role model to them is quite important. Um, and I think, yeah, like you say at Wembley, that was. I did have tickets for that tonight, but I, uh, I thought our season would be finished. And no, you mean you had to come and speak to Rebel <laughs> Yell? That's why you cancelled oh, yeah, on the English tickets. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, get it right, Long. Come on, come on. Um, just before we wrap this up, we always ask um, everyone on the podcast a little interesting fact about themselves. So, what's your interesting fact? Um, well, I ran through Lewis with the Olympic torch. Oh, wow. So, wow. Yeah, I was sponsored by Coca-Cola 
Um, so how did that all come about then? Um, so I did a lot of volunteering. I went up to Gambia twice and oh, they wow. just put me through as nomination. And then from there I just got shortlisted and that was it. That was my leg up the nice long hill for Lewis. Oh, so you're training for it, yeah. One experience. Yeah, I mean I watched the torch go through Crawley when I lived up in Crawley. And it was, a, it was an amazing event and a massive buzz. I worked at the Olympic Games and the Paralympics. It was an amazing thing. So it, was it just... Have you still got the have you still got the torch? Yeah, I've got the torch. Yeah. Yeah, because because I was sponsored, normally you need to pay for it, but because I was sponsored by Coca-Cola, I got it for free. So amazing. Have you framed it or is it like just oh, it just sits under my stairs at the minute? <laughs> <laughs> the thing though, so you've got to get it framed. Well if you talk to Stu, I know his dad owns a framing shop, so get it sorted with Stu. But um Lauren, thank you very much for sitting down with us. Good luck for the rest of the season and um hopefully we'll speak to you next month as champion. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Cheers. Thank Great. you. Thanks, Lauren. This is the Rebel Yell Podcast. Thanks, Lauren, uh, for joining us on the Rebel Yell Podcast. Um, it's been good this season. Don't let too many in, has she? We've been scoring no. loads. No. Scoring loads, uh, conceding few. You know, it's unfortunate for us. We've not been conceding. We've been scoring loads. But Ipswich so far somehow have managed to score even more. So, um, but no, what a sports season... Lauren, Lauren and the, and the women. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just amazing to think we're going to cup final. I mean, if you if y'all listen to this and please just come along and support. Like, even when me, Spence, and Chris were at the uh, FA Cup game earlier on in the season, gets Sutton, funnily enough, wasn't it? <laughs> but um, we were singing and chanting. Even three of us make enough noise, and they kept saying, "I'm going, what is that noise?" But they they all said to us, "It's amazing." So if we can yeah, even get, get 10, down, 15, 20 of us singing sport. behind the goal, um, do come along. It'll be a good day. Um, no matter, and just support another aspect of the club. We've done it for the um, youth cups before. It's time to do it for the women. So come along to Sutton, that'd be brilliant. Um, let's talk to John. He sat down with us and uh, goes through the last six weeks to see uh, see how he's doing and talks about the season and you know, how close we are to gaining that promotion and the sort of two horse race I think it is now with um, Ebbsfleet. And it's basically who's going to slip up. And after the last weekend of Ebbsfleet's seven-seven draw. <laughs> We, we counted that with a 2-0 win, so against Fulham. So, over to John. This is the Rebel Yell Podcast. John Donoghue, thank you for coming back. Um, again, we haven't scared you off, but welcome <laughs> back to April's uh, Rebel Yell Podcast. Um, so, don't like starting a negative, but you lost the first match of the season against Ebbsfleet since yeah. we last spoken. How has that like, changed anything in the team or affected the team as such? Because Ebbsfleet, you know, seems like the bogey team for the men and the women's team this year, doesn't it? <laughs> Well, we beat them once already this yeah. season, so you know I can't can't remember too many teams going through yeah. seasons not losing, not win, yeah. yeah, not losing a game. So um, you know, looking back at the game, we had as many opportunities. They just stuck theirs away, which is yeah. which is obviously an important thing to do. So um, it doesn't really affect it, especially mm. when they can draw seven all the next week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was Spencer was at the game here on Sunday. I was at work, but you know, I saw the you know crazy and in the last minute. I mean, you must have been that must have put a cherry on top of the that icing, was, like to just think that. As as we said to Lauren, it's the um, it's the goal difference now that we need to start mm. clawing back, don't we? Because yeah. um, yeah. I think it was nineteen, is it Spencer? Eighteen, 18 or nineteen? Yeah, yeah. and so um, yeah. but you've got a game in hand over them, and also. You know, certainly with our league, it's not even in terms of playing everyone once and then playing everyone again. Mm. So we've got, although we've had a real tough run of games, we have actually got what you would perceive as some of the teams that are uh, bottom end of the season yeah. as well. You know, in terms of 
goal difference in terms of losing against Ebbsfleet. Everyone who watches football knows some crazy things happen. 100%. Yeah, well, like I say, so we've got, I want to say, we've got Acorns, we've yeah. got Ellsford. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember how many scored against Acorns at home. But, it, was a, it was a few. But, you know, you never know. So you, you look at it, and about after the game, all the players were probably going, oh, they're never going to lose. They're never going to lose. Or never going to draw. And all of a sudden, they go and do it the next week. So. As, as much as we, we obviously are conscious of the, who they're playing, we've got to focus on trying to win as many games as we can. Well, we know football's a crazy game, don't we? And we've yeah. seen crazy results throughout yeah. the season. Um, did, was, I think I've got to say, is it, was it weird to have a loss again? Because obviously you've been so, so used to winning this season. Was it like, oh, we've got to get back into our mindset, yeah. how to re-motivate the players, yeah, like, you know, like that? Yeah, yeah pick them I'm, up. Because they won't have been used to it either. No, but you look at the games we've lost. So we've lost against two teams that are two divisions above us. And we've lost to the team who are top of the league. Mm. So yeah. it's, not, it's not a bad... If you're going to lose, I suppose it would be at least against the teams that you perceive as being good teams. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, cup final is a nice distraction. Yeah, so that's really something we're looking forward to. Um, certainly there's hopefully going to be a bit of promotion about um, if more people want to come yeah. and watch. So, yeah, so yeah, to add a bit more context to that, for those that don't know, um, we're playing Dartford in the League Cup final yep. in Sutton on yep. the 30th. That's it, 30th April, 12 o'clock kickoff. Yeah. A bit early for me, like I'll say, could you not made it a couple of hours later? Well, I think uh, there's another, <laughs> there's two finals played on the same day, oh, it looks got, like yeah, we yeah. got the early one. No, so I mean, I think, you know, the, thanks to Bohouse, uh, the women's team sponsor, yes. sponsored the coach to reduce it. Brilliant. I think currently as we speak, we've tried to get on in, we yes, can't even get on it, it's sold out, so, you know, we'll be, we'll be there, we'll, we might have to drive up ourselves, but we'll be there, and I'm sure a few others, and, you know, we we'll try and talk to some of the lads to get a bit of vocal support, because yeah. I know it'll help the girls, and, you know, move on, oh, and, you know, tremendous. team, and I think we'd just yeah, be proud. We'll have to, we'll have to get the drum out. Yeah, it might even bring drum, Brilliant. but um, I think it's just, we're just proud as a club to see we get to a cup final and do yeah. so well, so, you know, yeah. we'll be there. Um, Couple of new signings since we last started, yep. and I apologise if I'm pronounced this one, but Samantha Quayle. 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 There you go. Quayle. Quayle. And Maddie Hodson. Yes. Background. Both scored on debut. Yeah. Both scored. Yeah. You couldn't have asked for a better debut. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's still the background? Down, still down to you, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah John. Tactical genius. Yeah. Um, what's the background to those signings, John? Like, where would you just a little bit more depth in the squad, yeah. or just to get us over the line, sort of thing like we that? We were we were conscious that we wanted to to add to the squad because we knew there was going to be lots of games coming up and lots of tough games, and unfortunately, if you pick up injuries, you need a, a bit of a bigger squad. We've carried a squad of 16 all season um, and there was just an opportunity in terms of Maddie whose season finished at Lewis Development Squad she'd played against us so we'd seen her play a couple of people have mentioned what, what your thoughts there so we were able to, to get her so she's obviously a very young player but looks quite exciting um, and Sammy um, I've known for a number of years signed up when I was at Lewis uh, she's played in the championship for a good two or three seasons. She's played at national level, um, sort of tier three. Um, so she was a real good opportunity to, to, to obviously try to bring her in and she scores on a date. You couldn't have asked for anything else, could you? No. No, it's, um, it's great to see. Um, but so far, so good. I mean, rest of the season, you've got some good games coming up, but those are the games that are winnable. Yeah, so we've still got Fulham again yep. a couple of weeks. And we've got, obviously, um, on Sunday, the team that 
scored seven but let seven in <laughs> yeah yeah uh, against Ebb's fleet so um yeah we've got yeah, i think the teams always step up against us because we're one of the top teams in the yeah. league but yeah. what's quite encouraging is a lot of them say well if um, obviously we want to beat you but we'd like you to win the league <laughs> so get, it's like hopefully them get them out of the league. yeah no through. exactly i mean What's the mindset going into this final end of the season? I mean, hopefully we speak to you at the end of the season special yeah. as a champion or at least a cup champion or something like that. What's the mindset for you now? What do you just focus game by game? Or yeah, yeah is that that's all you, yeah. that's all you can do because you know you don't know what's around the corner. Who'd have thought that we had to change our system when we've been playing the same system all season and all of a sudden four of the players that play in the sort of the, the wing back position, all of them were injured. Hmm. So we had to change the shape a little bit. Um, and sometimes that takes a little bit of an adjustment when you've been playing one sort of shape most of the season. But, you know, we've, we've had the tough games and we've, we've come through them. Yeah. So we look forward to keep having more tough ones because they're much more exciting than the easy mm -hmm. ones. Yeah. Much more. Yeah, 100%. Well, John, the whole club's behind you, obviously. Thank you. Cup final, we're really looking forward to it. So we probably won't speak to you before then. So good no. luck for that and we'll see you there. Hopefully. Um, Maybe we can do a live interview if uh, if we uh, got John with the cup. How's that sound? It'd be wonderful. I think, yeah. to, I think finals are more about the players and the supporters. Obviously, yeah. from a management yeah. perspective, my main focus wants to be yeah. the league. But yeah. we're going to put our strongest yeah. team out and try to win the finals so, as well. It's a nice bonus. Yes. Well, 100%, I think you'll see quite a few Rebels down there. So we look Brilliant. forward to it with John. Good luck for the rest of the month, the rest of the season. Hopefully we speak to you next month with a bit of glory in our hands. <laughs> that sounds a bit wrong, doesn't it? I don't know. Is that a bit weird? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this is the Rebel Yell Podcast. Always good to talk to John, isn't it? Yeah, John's always, John's always just so honest and good, good, good with us and up front. And uh, yeah, we always appreciate yeah. John's time. So yeah, John's... Um, it's, it's interesting to get those questions in when we say like you know how do you prepare but it's like we were saying to Hinch last season you know they're so close to the championship you just got to take a game at a time and that's what it is and you know as we said he's, he's not used to losing you have to sort of re-motivate the girls to sort of just look it's a one-off glitch let's concentrate on the rest of the season because it is within the ball's in their court yeah. I mean obviously the goal difference is huge of 19 so that's going to be a giant task in itself but if well, you know absolutely there to slip up you know that 7-7 seven, seven would have probably shook them you know last week yeah, just just carnage. Two two goals in in injury time as well, both sides. But you know, it is concentrating on one game at a time. And it's also concentrating on what we're doing and not what on on others are doing. And at the end of the day, we can only do we can only do the best we can and take it from there. Yeah, 100%. Um, I just think before we move on, um, we've got Ollie and uh, Hinch coming up. We just got to um, speak about the the tragic loss of Morty um, of the club. We got a statement from Gary from the Supporters Association chairman. Morty, he ran the club for many years, maintained the pitch, had a good knowledge of all the teams in the era, a nice guy, will be sadly missed by everyone that knew him. I thought he'd gone forever. RIP Morty. Um, another club legend yeah, lost. Nice um, somebody you know, who did so much for the club. Good times ever. Yeah, and as you'll hear Hinch says later on, it was, like, it was a pleasure to give him the Isthmian League trophy last season over the fence and he loved it. And, you know, good to see he um, he, he got his hands on that. But, you know, it's, it's the last sort of 18 months has been cruel for us Worthing fans. We lost many people that loved around the club and some 
but too young to be gone. But, you know, Morty joining those rebels up there, cheering on them from the sky. So rest in peace, mate. Well, I think um, it's time to go and talk about the Mr. 100, Century Club, Mr. Ollie Pierce. Um, Dulwich Hamlet, stored with an absolute whopper, a little dink, and he knew it was going in. Um, are we going to be seeing more than 100 goals for Ollie Pierce here? Is it going to be 200 goals? Uh, well, let's see. Obviously, the, the better, the better, the better Ollie does it. The more he keeps scoring, the chances are of I mean, somebody else coming along. But knowing Ollie, I think he'll say 500 goals by the time he retires. But um, <laughs> we will let's do less speculating, and we'll go and talk to Ollie now. But Ollie sat down with us and talked about joining the 100 club. This is the Rebel Yell podcast, Mister 100, Mister Century. Ollie Pierce is in the room again on the Rebel Yell podcast. Um, 100 goals, mate. Like, when you joined us in 2018, was it? Yeah, four, four years. Yeah. And bear in mind, COVID. you've not had, it's five seasons, I think, was it six? But you haven't had five full seasons, have you? You've had, like, no. two or three, really. What was the first one? 34? Did you make the 34 games? Yeah, like something games, like right? that. And then, you know, and then it was, like, obviously second was, like, something stupid. And then that, so you basically lost two years, really, or missed a year off, and a half. the first season. Yeah, and it's, like, what? <laughs> what's, um... What did you ever did you ever think when you joined Worthing that you'd be getting to 100 goals within that time frame? No. That's an achievement and a half. I know, yeah, I know. Obviously, I think Bognor played near 300 games. I don't think I ever, I've got to 100 there. Do you remember what you got at Bognor when you were there? I think I've just about made it to 90. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. But I did play wide a lot for, yeah. for Bognor. I guess you had to get a quality club and a quality manager yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, So when you got that 100 goals, yeah. what was the feeling? Because, I mean, there was a couple of... Ums and I was one there, Spencer. We weren't 100% sure when it actually was, and I think you worked out it was that it was against um, Dulwich Hamlet, yeah. and you got the hat trick as well. Was it hat trick? No, second, two goals. Two, 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 two goals. Right at the last minute. Yeah, right at the last minute. I mean, what was the feeling when you did that? I mean, does it feel different, or were you just like, oh, it's another goal? Like, I think because I, I knew about it as yeah. well. Because I saw, were we at home on the Saturday, or I saw the programme on the Saturday, and I saw 98. Yeah. And I don't think I scored the weekend. Yeah. And then obviously, the penalty in the first half, I yeah. got one more, and then. Like I said to Hayden in his interview, I think I was searching for it a little bit in, yeah. the, um, in the second half, but then as soon as I went through on goal, I just knew I was going to dink it over yeah. him. And then, I mean, what goal to yeah, do I, it on? I felt, like, I, mean? I felt like the crowd sort of knew it as well a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, we, were all, we were all waiting. Yeah, so that, that sort of picked me up a little bit. I was just, just really proud achievement. To be quite but honest. it's like, there's a, there's a sort of fashion at Worthing to sort of important goals and uh, sort of showboating a little bit, isn't it? Like you can see Jasper winning the league with the goal last season. You yeah. getting your hundred of that little ding. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can't get a better way to do it, can you, Spence? Dad, dad don't start when anything you do it. It's better than just knocking in a penalty, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a lot of them as well. Did you know it was going in though? Did what? you know it was going in, that ding? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. straight away, as soon as it left your foot, foot yeah. yeah. I loved it. No, it was just such an amazing way to do it. Um, but so far, so good. This season, we're doing pretty well. We're coming to the business end. How, right, without trying to slate them too much, but how is it in comparison to your season with Bogner and National South? <laughs> I can't say anything more about it. <laughs> they don't listen, uh, look, they don't listen it, it to this. A, it was a difficult time, Bogner, obviously. The manager left, didn't he? And then mm. sort of two, two of the boys took over, and then that didn't go to plan and then Jack ended up taking over and I think it was just a bit of a mess might have been yeah. the wrong time maybe so 
obviously everything's a bit more set in stone here. Yeah. A bit more prepared for it, maybe. So how, how will you prepare for it this season? Because obviously you got off to a slow start. I know you admitted that yourself. Like, did you feel a point in the season where you sort of turned it on almost? You felt like you were doing something different to your game that you were getting those goals? Um, I think we all saw the frustration yeah. in yourself it's as well. Changed, yeah. There's been yeah. changes to the team as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. They've benefited you. Um, maybe a little bit, yeah. Um, I just think scoring goals gets yeah. confidence. We know you like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah exactly. like, I think I'm pissed off even if we win, I don't score. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> we get, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, we get that. Oh, yeah. The amount of times we've seen you leave the ground. Yeah, yeah. Be careful to say that. Yeah, Gaffer's in the corner over there. Yeah, we've got to say that. But the amount of times we've walked past and like you've seen you, and you, you know how. It, it, I mean, we love seeing it because he knows he tells you care. Yeah. But like we've seen it so many times where you've gone off game and you're like you're an answer and then just you know you know when not to talk to Ollie. It's yeah. like because you know and that's. I guess the footballer that cares because you yeah. could be just someone. Oh, we lost again. Don't care. There we go. But it it, it really affects you, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. What not scoring or losing? Well, both. <laughs> both. both yeah. I know. Yeah. Even if we win, I don't score. I'm still a little. You bit. just go home and you're like, oh, no, yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah. No. How do you get over it though? Like, what would you do? Like, just literally go home, just chill <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't want to know. I think it's a clean, clean podcast. <laughs> don't, don't so don't sleep. do it. Say anything else, Ollie. You know, I don't want to be putting stories <laughs> out there. Sleep. Yeah, well, if you no. miss a couple of chances, it always grates on your mind. Yeah, that's why yeah. Tuesday games are always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially against the weekend. Yeah, because you can forget about yeah. it the next day. Yeah, 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 it's good. Um, so we've seen that it's a little different story, but have you found the teams yeah. different this season compared to like when the intensity? Because we've seen it as fans, haven't we, Spence? Like the intensity it, it compared. It seems a lot more sort of physical. It's a stronger game. Yeah, I think teams are game. teams are a little bit more clued on, aren't they? I think you know last year. I'm not saying it was easy. It was easier. I think teams weren't as good without the ball. Yeah. I think this year, as you can see, some teams have stopped us playing different mm. sort of tactics to play against us rather than mm. worrying about themselves. I think that's been, been the main change. Better players as well, I think, going in the league world. Yeah. I mean, would you say you're surprised to see where we are? Because we're not surprised because we knew we had the talent. But did you think it would be so so good so soon like, to be in and around the playoffs at this time last year? Because we said... This time last year, when you knew we were li lifting that trophy, yeah. if we were like in anywhere near the top half the table, we were like mid table would be happy, stay even up. even staying up. <laughs> no, but like to be, I don't, I don't think so. No, but, uh, winning mentality sort of yeah. in and around the group. We've been together, you know, for three or four years. <laughs> <laughs> That's Darren Bud and Alex Parsons <laughs> trying to show off and be funny. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry, he's just that. jealous he's not on the podcast. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get asked by yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe one day. Yeah, yeah. When uh, he's uh, when no, he. I think the, the winning mentality, you know, like I said, the boys have been around each other for. Oh, we are you? You'll be on one day. You'll, you'll be on it one day. And this is what we're talking about, their mentality, the team spirit. Like, you can't, no, them just taking the mick out of you, know, it's just brilliant to see. Jealousy. It's jealousy, it though, is, yeah. yeah. I mean, Buddy, Buddy would be, like, dreaming of 100 oh, goals, wouldn't he, you yeah, know? Right. Like, 100 red cards more like for Buddy, <laughs> it? Yeah. He's never going to talk to me again after that, is he? Like, um, so this season, uh, have you had a favourite moment or favourite ground or day? That, I mean, obviously, to, to get the 100 goals is amazing, but has there been anything that sticks out for you so far that's amazing? Or is it all still to come? It's all still to come. It's yeah. exciting, but isn't it? Yeah. I think that, yeah, like I said, the most exciting bit is the last... Six games mm. need to get in those, those playoff places, and I mm. think then we can start thinking about more memorable moments. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I'd love to reenact that moment in the bar last season, wouldn't you? I mean, we'd love to do that again, <laughs> wouldn't you? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so that's most of us, to be fair, yeah. You have to go through the phone to see the photos. I said, oh yeah, that's what I did. Oh, that was that where that trophy was. What was that trophy doing that day? Um, obviously, we've got some really important games coming up. Um, obviously, must win. I know you'd like to say. 
You think we're going to do it? You think we'll edge in at the last minute? Yeah, I will. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Oli Pierce on BT Sport. That'll be a good one, won't it? Are the, are the finals on BT yeah, Sport? Yeah, the Eliminators and the Semis. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. So yeah. even more. So can you do, can you do, um, we're saying off there, right, Oli, Oli, well, right, Oli, right, here we go. We're going to be on telly. Right. We, we need a special Rebel Yellow celebration. So, you, I said to you, you started doing this glasses celebration. Yeah. And I genuinely didn't know. What was it behind? What, what, what started it, it off? It was Slough, right? Slough. And then, scored, was it the last minute? Yeah, you literally won, it, won the game. Yeah, won the game. So we were 2-1 down, weren't we, or something? And then I think you were resting your glasses on the side. Yeah. I think you just picked them up and put them yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> just put them on and it was like that. I don't know why. You've got another friend out there. Oh, yeah, here we go. Radar, Radari's now giving him abuse you're as well. You'll never be on it. He was on last month, to be fair. Oh, was oh. He, he wants to co-present next month. Oh, grow up. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know why he was so popular. So, so you had the glasses and it's stuck ever since. Yeah, I don't know. So I think we need to say now, okay, I'm not always behind the goal, I'm not always here. I think anyone that's got glasses now, mm. you need to pass them to Ollie, don't you? Spencer. I'll just try and find some. Yeah, I'm not easy. You don't always stand behind the go here, though, do you? No, sometimes, sometimes you're there, Pete, exactly. yeah. yeah I mean, some of us sharp on like Pete tonight, do you know what I mean? Some of us sometimes. Um, yeah, bank holiday Thursday, <laughs> which is probably where you want to be. No, you can't because no, Gaffer's there. No, going, going home, rest and all. And game Monday. Um, Ollie, it's just been amazing to watch your season. Congratulations for your 100 goals. Um, when's the 200 coming? League two, league one, <laughs> league one, Worthing yeah. in league one, league two. Let me go by then. Yeah. <laughs> Hinch, Hinch, keep him, please. <laughs> right, Ollie, thanks very much. Thanks, Good luck for the weekend and rest of the season. Thank you. Cheers, nice mate. Thanks, mate. This is the Rebel Yell Podcast. I think it's only fair that um, Ollie gets a plaque or a statue outside the ground, no? <laughs> Stu's laughing. <laughs> I, I, I would want to see a statue, but as long as the same person that did the Cristiano Ronaldo statue. Yeah, can you imagine on an Ollie Pierce statue, but Well, he's got 100 goals, mate, you know, I think, I think I'd look. Can you imagine him shining at you uh, coming into the ground? What? Well, Ollie Pierce statue? <laughs> can you imagine? Um, no, we'll, sit, we'll go to. Um, we'll go to what do Hinge think of that? Would you think Hinge would like to see that? Uh, uh, I can't I see that. Yeah, no. yeah, I can't I, see that I, happening. I, but I, I can't see that I, happening. I think. I think. Uh, be, I think it'd be a long Ollie day. I think. Yeah. I think. I think hell freeze over for um, we see an Ollie Pierce statue here. But anyway, Ollie, thanks for talking to us. Um, it, it's. It's really. It really is what they call the business end of the season now, isn't it? And you know, we are getting. We do we dare to dream. I think we do. I think it'd be amazing seeing. You know, us yeah. in the playoffs. I think we'll get to the eliminators, and I think we'll do better than the eliminators. But. You know, this momentum, you've got to have the momentum going in the next few weeks and I can see I can see us going on a run at the moment. I've just got the real positive vibes around the place that starting tomorrow, or when you hear this it might not be tomorrow, but starting with Concord with a game we need to win and sort of get that rolling again. Yeah, it's been such an up and down season. It's just, yeah, keeping that momentum going and obviously missing a game. The farm called off, you sort of maybe lose that a little bit. But... Um, it was a big game to pulled off. It was like right on momentum, and uh, from what I read on the internet, Farnborough maybe not in the best place of squad at the moment, you know, with injuries and stuff. So, yeah. um, but you know, it's going to be a, a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. But yeah, a lot of games, but not as bad as Concord. If you've seen Concord's fixtures, yeah, to be nice, in season. very, very tough on the yeah. Every, every yeah. two point four days. Yeah, but let's sit down with Hinch. We talk to Hinch. Uh, usual um, good old chat with Hinch about you know what's going on around the club, and some new signings and everything, and. Uh, what what the expectations are for the rest of the season? This is the Rebel Yell podcast. We're joined by the gaffer, Adam Hinchelwood. Um, welcome back to the latest episode of Rebel Yell podcast. I think episode six. Um, 
bit up and down since we last spoke, hasn't it? It's been a bit of a roller coaster again, hasn't it? How, what are your thoughts the last six weeks? Oh, yeah, it's been quite a tough watch. Um, I think seeing the boys um, a bit low on confidence for whatever reason. Um, and, you know, I can see now why I thought that bit of experience at this level would be so important is for like moments like we just come through, really. Um, that bit of now, it's a bit of know-how. Um, it's vital at this le- this level, and um, yeah, see some of the young lads sort of struggling with their confidence has been been a tough watch. But yeah, hoping um, you know one or two additions and getting a bit more experience back in the spine of the team will just help the younger players sort of flourish a little bit. We've seen some good performances from um, a couple of the the younger lads um, since then. So yeah, we're hoping to to build on definitely the second half performance I haven't. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you mentioned sort of, you know, the season. It's it's been a long season, as in the number of games, the intensity of games, you know, the Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday just seems yeah. constant all season. And yeah, you know, now we're at that sort of business end as everyone calls it. You know, getting that experience in and it's just it's just pushing, isn't it, for those final few games. No, yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, that's, at the start of the season, you know, we signed Adam Alab, we signed Jake Robinson, um, and I thought that bit of experience at this sort of level um, would, would be really important to us, and, and, and I think it's, it's, it's shown in the last few games. Um, you know, there's going to be times in the season where it does come thick and fast, and um, having, having a young side at, that's not that experienced at this level can really show. We play against... I think you play against a lot of lads that have had league experience um, that are probably on their way down, dropping down and you know, want to maybe play part-time but pick up um, a nice bit of money still and you get good loan players at this level like from League 1 and League 2 there's a lot of loans that come out to this level so I think the, the, the standard of player is, is of a much higher quality and um, yeah, when you've got players that are not quite used to dealing with that week in, week out, sometimes it can affect their confidence. And I think we've just seen a bit of that, but um, I'm hoping they'll all grow from it and become better. Um, you know, we've not had too many highlands. We've had a couple of big highlands from Eftley, but other than that... Every, thought, every, everybody has. Yeah, but uh, it's been very easy to go there and shut up shop and go against everything we do and, you know, maybe make more of a game of it, but... Um, you know, we've got full faith in the squad of players that we've got that we can still go and play our way and, and hurt teams like that. I mean, we know the first the home game. Obviously, we beat um, having a really big result on the, yeah. the Saturday, and then was it the Monday or the Tuesday? It was a Tuesday we lost convincingly to Ebbsfleet, and the same happened again for the away fixture. I mean, we know how frustrated you were after that first one. I mean. What, what was your feelings after that? Because, you know, it must have been so demoralising because you're like, especially after going one up as well, like, how do you pick yourself up from that? Yeah, no, it's it's tough. And like I said on the recent podcast we did, like, after every defeat, I think, you know, I'm the first one that will take the full brunt and the blame. I look at myself first. Um, you know, after the heat of the moment and letting the boys um, know what I think of them, I then go and have a... Um, reflection and, and see what I could do better and how I can improve and um, I think in those games we made mistakes in both games that we just don't make throughout the course of the season and it's a hard one to sort of analyse and put your finger on that Joe Rice taking throw-ins and throwing it to a striker 
we're letting long balls go over the top of our head. I know you're playing against real good players, but the mistakes that you're making, um, you know, Harrison made a mistake. Yes, it's been one of the most consistent players oh, all season. Harrison's been Yeah, great. I mean, even the one that went in the near post, I think on another day he saves it and he'd be disappointed with it. And mm. it was just a case of how comes when we're playing against these top teams, are we making them kind of mistakes? Is it, uh, you know, uh, um, a mindset that we need to get into? That do we get into a state where we're concentrating too hard and make, you know, fundamental mistakes that we don't make week in, week out? And um, that's one of the things I thought from the two games. Um, obviously, 13 goals that we conceded and they haven't really had to work too hard to score. Mm more than half of them, it's probably 10 of them, they've been gifted by us, by our mistakes. So, um, yeah, I look at myself and see, you know, what am I saying and how can I motivate the team and, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's been, it was a tough watch, it was tough to sit there and, you know, I thought for the first 20 minutes we were 1-0 up and we was out singing the away, uh, yeah, the, home guys, yeah. The, the home fans on the day and it was, everything was um, going really well and then to have those highs and lows that you have, I think we've had a lot of them this season. But, yeah, for, from a fan perspective, you know, we do appreciate on, on your sort of part, it, it's brave management because you're never happy to sit back and take what we've got and defend, you know, could have, could have tried to shut up shop. No, I, yeah. like, no, I think there's um, something come out. On, something's come out on Twitter, hasn't it, with that expected goals? I think we're no, second for the attacking ones, is oh, really? it? Yeah, and I then seen we're no, like no. third bottom for the defending ones. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's good. Half of our yeah. games, obviously, good. We're second to Ebbsfleet mm. in terms of expected goals we should score. So that means we're getting the ball into the right area a lot of times. But also on the flip of that, we're also letting the opposition get into that area quite a few times as well. So it's definitely, you know, don't hold all the answers. I try to play a certain way and it's a certain way that I enjoy watching as well. You know, I like us being expensive and playing a certain way and passing and, and moving and, and getting numbers into the box. Um, you know, when it does go, it doesn't go right and you do make mistakes, you do leave yourself a little bit open. But, um, you know, I think to go away from that just to, for the opposition um, is not something that is in me to do really, no. um, rightly or wrongly. Obviously wrongly because we've lost heavily twice, but um, you know we've got full faith in, in what we do and the work we do as well. But then we had that amazing result against Dulwich. What a yeah. great result that was! And like completely, like I mean, we we know we're a good team, but I didn't expect a six 0 thrashing of Dulwich. But I mean, I know they're maybe not as good as they have been, and they've had a few managerial up and downs this season. But to beat sort of a stable National League team by that on our home turf is would have been a massive morale boost for the. Lads. No, it would have been yeah, definitely. And you know, we just got to keep reminding them that there's that in them as well as as players. And I think where. Like I say, that lack of experience at this level, um, the know-how and stuff like that, I think one or two can doubt themselves. And like similar to myself, you, you, you doubt yourself, you get imposter syndrome when you lose a game and you think you're not good enough to be managing this level. And um, then you, you sleep on it and you go about working a way of becoming better and trying to get better um, out your players as well and um, I'm sure you know, there's been a bit of that from, from the whole of the team but yeah like the last game we had Aaron Racine we had 
Um, Kane, we had Jack Paxman, we had Ollie Pierce, we had DB, Hikambi, um, all with a bit of know-how at this yeah. level and, and above. And yeah. um, I think that sort of really did help us settle like some younger players in and around that yeah. sort of nucleus. Well, you talk about Ollie Pierce on that that Dulwich win, scoring his hundredth goal for the club. I mean, since you brought him into the club, I mean, what an impact he's had. And as we said to him. He's only really had like three, three and a half seasons, really, forgetting COVID. I mean, to get to 100 goals, what an important part of the squad he is. And, like, you know, he's really finding his feet now, we're finding. It must be such a relief to see. Oh, yeah, it's, been, it's brilliant to see. I think we've seen Ollie grow um, with us in, in this More time. mature, he's yeah, matured I'll, as well, yeah. I'll never forget a game, was it, I forget where we played, I want to say Chelsea away or something in the cup last year. Oh, yeah. We went down Is that when we went and had the, yeah, when that stu- yeah, stupid red card. And yeah. um, it, Ollie really took ownership of the game and led from, by example, led from the front, was a real leader, was talking, was showing effort in his work rate and stuff. And, you know, I really saw a, a, a leader in him then and just how far he's come. I think he turned up, he was probably not as, as fit as he could be when he first come to the club but you know you've got to say full credit to the lad he's, he's, he's knuckled down he's worked hard at his game he's worked hard at his physique and um, he's become a real um, top player for us and, and I'm, I'm thinking you've given him the captain's arm bad at least once this season haven't you so you obviously you're showing that faith in the maturity of him to lead that squad no that's it yeah and I think um, I think at the start of this season he had a bit of a point to prove um, obviously, had a bad time last time he was at this level, and you know probably had some doubters whether he could do it at this level, score goals at this level. And I think he was putting too much pressure on himself. Like he was missing chances, and you could see it affecting him. And he was getting annoyed with everything that he couldn't control. Um, and then again, I think he showed a bit of maturity. That obviously the goals have helped him settle down and into this level as well. But um, you know. I think I like about Oli, although he's not been a pro, he's got real sort of a professional sort of mindset. He's a real intelligent player. Yeah. Um, same with Miki, another intelligent player, and um, you know I really like that in, in players. Yeah, um, added to the squad since we last spoke with um, Suk J Lee from Haven, Jack Paxman from Ebbsfleet. So, what was the thoughts behind this move? Was it just to sort of I guess the same question I said to John, was it? Just get us over the line, sort of get to the end of the season, just add a little bit more experience, as you say, or what were the background to the signings? Some good players. No, yeah, um, obviously, Sukjay was um, through Kilo, had known of Sukjay from Heaven and knew that he wasn't really playing, knew that he was our type of player. Um, young lads with real potential that had a great uh, mindset and wanted to, you know, still had aspirations to kick on in the game. And, you know, we like to work with them kind of players, so. No, that was kilos work really there, um, and then with with Paxman, obviously we played against Dover, and I thought he was was excellent against us. Although um, he's on the wrong side of a yeah. bit of a hiding that day, but I yeah. thought he showed some excellent qualities, and now. he wanted to take the ball in tight areas and with players in and around him, and I just felt we needed that bit of, like I say, a bit of know-how for this level, and at this stage of the season, he's. He's got into a playoff final at this level last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, arguably was the best player in the, in the playoff final uh, against Dorkian last season. Um, and to have that bit of experience at this this stage, mm-hmm. I thought was just was crucial for us. And um, yeah, I think when he's out there training, he just sort of seems to set levelly down because I know they can trust him on the ball. Yeah. And another, another great addition 
um, to add. And they've, they've settled straight in as so many new signings do. No, yeah, um, I still think there's more to come from Sutjay, still learning you know, what we want from him and stuff like that. But you know, one thing, you know, Sutjay's going to leave everything out there on the pitch. Um, he's going to work tirelessly for you. Um, and you know, he has, has got some quality. I thought he played on the left-hand side, put a couple of great balls in with his left foot. Um, I think David should have scored from one of mm. them. But it was on his debut, it wasn't in having game game before. So he's shown signs of his quality. There's 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 even more to come from him as well. But you know, I can't speak highly enough of you know, I look uh, we do analysis and I look round and there's um twenty one um players staring back at you and what I will say about them, every single one of them is of the right ilk and the mm. right make, and they're they're great lads. Um, so you finally got the squad you want here. Yeah, the, thing, yeah. The, obviously at times we we lack a little bit of quality, mm. um, you know, with how we want to play, um, and that shows in our confidence at times. And they get a bit down on their confidence because they're not used to and haven't quite got the experience and that. But um, they honestly, you know, the role that Buddy does, although you don't see him out there on the pitch, but. Yeah, absolutely. Him and when Paso and they're here, they just run the dressing room for me, and they really demand the standards of the young players. And it's 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 so great to have that, and to have, like I say, twenty one people, and you know, um, good good people staring back at you. Um, you know, you're on to something good. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Tough games coming up, but one to look out for. We're looking forward to is Hastings in the Sussex. Senior Cup semi-final at Lansing, um, was it 25th I think it is of April? Um, must be looking forward to that, it's going to be interesting to see how they are because they've obviously moved up a level since we last played them in the FA Cup and that was a tough game then. No, it was, yeah. That, listen, that would be arguably one of the toughest games of the, of the season we'll have there against them. One, they will be so keen to beat Worthing. Worthing, like it or, or not, we're... <laughs> A big scalp now in yeah. Sussex football. Yeah, we've, um, we've got a target on our back. Yeah, we have. We? We're you know a big team, so everyone's going to raise their game, and even more so these Sussex games. Um, you see when Crober come and played here, like it was, it's a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. It's a big deal to beat Worthing, so it's going to be a real tough game. And with that, they're obviously going to be fired up for it. Um, two ex Worthing coaches in their ranks mm-hmm. and. They're going to be fired up for it, but also they've got some real quality. Mm. Um, you know, half the players that I signed there, so you know this. They're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know. No, but they've, they've got some real quality yeah, in their sides. You know, the, the lad they signed from Gillingham up front. It must be weird. It must be weird there for you, like obviously playing again. Obviously having like history with them and stuff, as you say, some of the players you signed. So it's going to be an interesting game. Thing is, is um, are we a Bognor fan for the night, or do you want to see your son versus us in the final? Because there's a good chance Jack would play, wouldn't he, in that game? Yeah, I think so, yeah. But yeah. I don't want to play Brighton again. I want to play, I mean, Bogner no, yeah. Worthing final Bogner would be Worthing amazing. final would be, be amazing. would be amazing, like, yeah, game to be a part of. Like, yeah, I, mean, I think that the atmosphere uh, would be banging. The atmosphere like, would, be, yeah. would be brilliant, but yeah, I mean... Um, you just want to get a final. Yeah, it, exactly. Like just that, yeah. concentrate on us, don't really care who yeah. we've got there. Um, yeah, obviously, it'd be nice if play against Jack. And, yeah. Um, would it? Can, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice to, Would it really? Like, nice to get like, one over yeah. him. He yeah. couldn't wait to come up and yeah. after that game, he was like quite proud. He got on and won and stuff. Come and sat on the end of our bed, and I was just oh, like, get, get, go away, <laughs> yeah, go away. I, 
I just lost the game. his medal around his neck. Yeah, I weren't happy to talk to him, so I left that to my missus. But it'd be nice to go sit on the end of his bed. Read him a bedtime story there, go for a medal around your neck. Yeah, don't blame you. I'll be a 10 times worse. Yeah, I can imagine. We've got, obviously, in the league, you know, hopefully, I think Spencer said, hopefully we'll be doing a playoff special next next month. But we've got to get there first. There's some very important games. How do you go into like these games there's a different mindset or just the same winning mentality you always got no yeah definitely we're not going to change what we do um, you know it would be an unbelievable achievement in our first ever season at this level to even contemplate getting into uh, a playoff well, the position. possibility of National League yeah, football at Worthing it. Football Club yeah, yeah, possibility do you get yeah. in the playoffs yeah you, you've seen it we see it last season I mean did I think Dorking would go for him in the way they won that playoff final? Amazing. No, yeah. it's fairy tale. Like probably even them they didn't think, no, you know. That's right. And could we see that here? I would yeah, say. definitely, but you, you know, give we, Barry a heart attack, a long, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we would, yeah. There's a long 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 road ahead, yeah. Exactly to go, yeah. We've got some big, big games ahead Six of us. Six games is it, as you speak? Six games, um, and a semi final. So there's it's a massive part of the season to go. Um, and all we want to do, I think, like is like got a bit of a free run really. No one expected us to we just wanted to finish above the dotted line and stay in this division after all our hard work. Yeah. But having been there so long, we obviously want to yeah. finish in there and have a little go at yeah. becoming a national league club. Um so we're gonna do all we can but I just want our performances and to see the boys play in these last this last month of the season with the confidence and the belief that I feel they should play would would be a real positive because if they do that I feel um, and we've proved this season that we can be a real test for any team so yeah it's down to us all as a group to just try and find that belief and that confidence in, in the remaining games yeah go out there and enjoy it yeah that's it yeah like no it is a bit of a free run like if we finish with 63 points this year it's the highest points total we've ever got at this level um, and it's something to build on for next season but you know my mindset and the players' mindset is definitely not to finish on 63 points. Um, but yeah, we want to we want to keep on building, keep on improving. That's all I've ever wanted to do since I've been here each season, get better and improve. Um, and that's what we want to do in the remaining six games as well. Um, and the semi-final, we want to be better than we was against Haven and just keep on building and be um, improving on our performance. Well, it's been um, it's been a good it's it's been a, a wicked roller coaster of the season. I think, as we said to Ollie, like we were getting ready to lift that trophy this time last year. I don't think it was in anyone's wild dreams that we'd be literally possibly contemplating actually being in the playoffs. So it's been an achievement, whatever. We hope we'll come back to you next yep. month with a playoff special. But yep. if it's the end of season I would special, hope that as well. I we really hope so. Yep, but if it's so. an end of season finale podcast, I think whatever's happened, it's been an amazing sort of season. Positive. But it's going to be positive. We can look back on a season fun to remember. But definitely, I think myself and the players, you know, just thank the supporters. They've been tremendous supporting us home and away. And uh, obviously, we lost just recently one of our. Um, valued supporters in, in Malty so yeah. it'd be good it was you know I, I said to Hayden um, passing him over the trophy last year was a was a real nice good moment yeah. good moment he's worked so hard to try yeah. and get this club to that level so for yeah. him to be there to witness it was nice and uh, yeah to, to go 
one step better and and get those kind of um, games and those sort of feelings back again would be would be amazing. Well, I think we did it for Kev last season, didn't we? And um, Roger and like yeah, you know, Lars and Steve. Yeah. Can we do it for Morty this season? No, yeah, you right, know, yeah, you know, there we go. But Hinch, thanks again. No. Um, we look forward to speaking to you next month. Good luck no, for the rest of the few games we've got coming up. Cheers, guys. Thank you. This is the Rebel Yell Podcast. Always good to uh, talk to Adam Hinchelwood there, the gaffer of the men's team. He's, 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 uh, it's hard to ask the questions as a fan. You've got to like, try and compose yourself. So, you know, you're all excited. You know me, I get too excited way too often. But, you? you know, oh, no, never, ever. Um, but, you know, you've got to... Um, it's interesting hearing the manager's view because, you know, it's one game at a time, you know. Yeah. They've got to keep going. They know they've got some important fixtures. And, you know, it's nice to hear, you know, he... You can see someone that cares where he, he doubts himself, or he says he doubts himself at this level, or like is he is he good enough to manage at this level? Yeah. We all know he is, but you know that's a manager that cares. Yeah, but again, like Johnny, he's always he's always honest, and mm. you know Hinch is always happy to say when he thinks he's he's made a mistake or he's done something incorrect, and you know takes it personally. He doesn't have to. Mm. Um, he does, but learns from it, takes it takes it on, and. Uh, we bounce back, you know. It's it's been quite up and down since the last yeah. Since um, the last podcast, but I mean, I think you know, um, you know, when we've had downs, we've bounced back and come back. I think with Hinch at the helm, you know, we got a really good chance in those playoffs. You know, he knows the tactics. He'll be so up for it. And, you know, he says just play without pressure. You know, got no pressure to play for. You know, just we we weren't even expected about. So if you can get that mentality behind yeah. them, you know, we saw that amazing crowd, three thousand odd at you know at the Man United game, two and a half, three thousand. It'd be so good to see that again at Woodside for a playoff run, which yeah, I can see so, happening. Yeah, but you know, there's there's so much to learn from from this season, no matter no matter what happens, and wherever we do end up, it's going to be the mm. highest we've ever finished in our history. Which so. is amazing. Which is absolutely amazing. Um, talking about the Man United game, <laughs> should we talk to Mr. Man United himself? The legend. The legend that is This is the Rebel Yell podcast. Right, we're joined by Stu as usual. Um, right, do you want to talk about uh, your goal, mate, against Man United <laughs> legends? Because really. you haven't really spoken about it ever, have you? Not, I haven't. No, to be fair. No, 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 I haven't. I've actually stuck up myself. No, no. People mentioned it to me. I, I heard. I, didn't you hear that he was signing some pre-signed photos to give out in the next game? I scored against Man United. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea, actually. What was that like, though? What was that like? I mean, I know it's random. I, mean, it's, I know it's against Man United legends, but like the score, Woodside Road, your name being chanted. Yeah, it's good, man. It's, it's good. Yeah. Good, good what was it like to play in that game? It's people like you probably watch on TV or something, or probably only one or two of them are actually Man United like, yeah, no, first team players. Like, yeah. I thought it was like David Mayer yeah. said, like, he looks a little bit different now, but he was one of the ones front and centre in the Champions League trophy yeah, in 99 yeah. night and everything. Um, good day here at Woodside. Yeah, it's an amazing day, mate, to be fair. They went really well organised um, in terms of set up and um, with the use of the bowls club. Yeah, it's a surreal day. Like, as you say, I've watched some of those boys um, play football for Man United over the years and yeah, to play up against them and even though they weren't the greatest names for many other places, like Cantona or Beckham or that was it, but yeah, either which way, um, but yeah, no, I just, yeah, just loved it mate to be quite yeah. So how did the penalty come about? So were you down as penalty taker or no, I did you put it. yourself forward? No, I demanded no. it. Yeah? It's no, a pretty good coming out of it. Boys, I'm taking it. I didn't really get much of a choice, but to be honest with you. <laughs> there wasn't a chance in hell that I wasn't going to take that penalty. I would have argued, cried. Um, yeah, I'd have had to score against my, against Man United, randomly on Man United fans, so it's a bit weird scoring against them, but yeah, oh, I had to take it, I had to take it. 
And there weren't no celebration though. It was a five on down. Yeah, <laughs> come on. You, you right. just scored at Woodside. It, was it should have got knee burns, shouldn't it? By like sliding across <laughs> yeah, the pitch. Yeah. The first team messaged me in the afternoon saying, why didn't you celebrate more? I was like, nah, I can't, I can't do that. You're five on down. It's embarrassing. Maybe I've scored the winner, but it was, that was never going to be the winning goal. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of difference in even quality at that age, wasn't there? And oh, that, yeah, it's a little bit different. But some of those boys could still play, you know. Danny Weber up top was still. Oh, oh was quality, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pace and, and fitness of him and Chris Eagles, yeah. Danny Simpson at fullback. Some. Um, I was disappointed I didn't manage to go through one of them. I said to uh, Wes, we were out for dinner with him Saturday night. I sat next to Wes Brown, uh, Wes um, Morgan, and Wes I said, to him, I said. I think I'm playing up top tomorrow and you're saying, oh, I'm going to put one through you, I'm going to go through you. He goes, you won't get near me, mate. And there's a couple of times that the ball got switched out to Danny Simpson to on the full, like, to fall back and I was up top. And I was racing over there, I was racing, it's probably like, it's really slow, it's my hub of racing. Um, to try to go, I was like, I'm going to, put, I'm going to go through him, I just want to smash him, to say that I smashed him. And I got over there and just as he, I got over there, he played the ball around me, I was like, oh, uh, yeah. But if he did smash him, the size of it. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, I he's not care. a small bloke, is it? You no, would have been worse care. off, I think, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um, sort of just to take him out. <laughs> so going back to um, Worthing stuff, how's uh, the latest of the youth set up? What's uh, any news, any uh, big results or how's the season going? Come starting to wrap up the season now. Yeah. I see you're advertising for like, um, you know, trial dates coming up in the summer yeah, now. Yeah, trials like early May. Um, we've got invite um, after that. So we've got open and invite trials. Um, so, yeah. What's the difference between them? So like, the open so invite is for just when you register your interest, come down, and then we then put all that down to how many we want, and then get them in for an invite only, um, which is usually like a game, eleven side game. Okay, so, so you, it's all open, and then you sort of almost like X Factor style, not yeah, you know, get them much. down to like yeah, yeah, send, not, not and then say like literally, I would like to come, you have you back for a game, yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Exactly that. And yeah. what age does those start? At? Is it like literally the youngest age group you under do? 14s yeah. To, yeah. Under 14s to under fourteens, fifteens, sixteens, um, and then eighteens, yeah. and I think we're doing academy trials as well. Um, so yeah, all the way through. So May's can be pretty, pretty full on. Yeah. Finish this season and go straight back into it again. Yeah. So. And how about like with, with the teams? Is there any sort of news? Any sort of in the leagues? And it's not as been as much of a sort of gloryful season as it was last year. This year, no, has it? no. I don't really know where any of the teams were in the leagues. We don't really no. pay much attention no. to that. To be quite honest with you, um, I think well, I know the four teams were in the cup final week Friday um, over at uh, Charlwood, I think, or Oak, Oakwood, Oakwood. Okay. And crawling. Um, so they've got a the final over there, which is great. Um, 15s are close to the top of the league, in and around it, um, doing really well. But 16s have always been in the top three or four um, most seasons, and that's where they'll, they'll continue being. I mean, they play up to uh, well, 15 and 16 year olds up against 18 year olds. So mm. um, it's not again, it's not really a positional thing that we look at in that, that table, to be honest with. So yeah, they're all doing really well. Um, 18s lost. Uh, Monday night against uh, Horsham YMCA. Um, still in with a shout of the league, the league, but whilst it was in their hands, it's now out of their hands. Okay. So, um, which is a shame. Kind of had that last few months, it's been a bit like that with them, really. Pick up mm. a couple of really good results, beating top of the league 7 0, whatever it was, 8 0, and then going to lose the following week. It's yeah. just, but I think that's youth football, generally, anyway. Is <laughs> that not just Worthing football? <laughs> yeah, <I think> <laughs> yeah. Some fair. of the games, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We, no, it's, it's weird because we've been saying it the other day, like most of the teams and most of the issues we have with the teams are all the way through yeah. yeah and I don't know why that is it's just yeah it's just a worthy way I guess so we've um, got some really tough games coming up for the first team mm. um, playoffs in our hands well it's out of our hands really as we said it was in our hands like, yeah, it was yeah. now out of our hands we've got results and goal differences and stuff yeah, but, um, but yeah, what 
games against teams around us though, so yeah. Yeah, we're bringing back in around. What's the morale like at the moment? Like, I mean, obviously yeah, there's been right. some losses that have like must have been hard to kick up and get back from, like the absolute ones, mm-hmm. games where we probably should have done better, um, ruined missed chances and stuff like that. So, you know, um, obviously I know the morale be good. We know the boys around the club, but you know, what, what's the what's the feeling like around the dressing room right now, going into this final sort of few weeks of the season? Yeah, great. To be honest with you, they're all taking the mickey out of each other, and yeah, we've seen that tonight. Yeah, nothing ever changes I think we could lose 10 on the bounce and the changing room would still be the same it's the it's the characters you've got in there they're just they're good lads so I don't think that would ever change and I think yeah they're all just really looking forward to yeah. making the most out of the last few games of the season I think the farm would um, call, that game being called off came at a bad time because obviously yeah. the momentum of the having game would yeah. take us into that in a good, in a good place but yeah I think it's going to get some games in really yeah but then could work in our benefit weekend off with Maybe. Coming thick and fast. Yeah, maybe. I think no, you just want to play football, don't you? you just want to get out there and play football. And, and like I say, we just beat Haven 3 2 and, and obviously want to, want to get on playing another game, don't we? So I don't know. And you're one step maybe. closer to uh, putting Kit out of the Amex again. Yeah, um, it yeah. could be against Bogner. That's probably. Would you Would you rather Bogner? I mean, yeah, obviously, we've got to beat Hastings got Brian, first. Though. Bogner, Brighton, Hastings, <laughs> Hastings, Worthing. So right. tough game for when us because we know it's a week before 18th, I think it oh, is. is it? Yeah. Okay. So. Are you a Bogner fan? Well, you're not going to be a fan for one night, but you are sort of come on Bogner because it'd be great to be a worthy. I think that'd be amazing. I think it's so much better than the Brighton, but the yeah, Brighton fight. We've done the Brighton, and as we said, yeah. like with Hinch, like obviously Jack would be playing, and that'll be a, and Hinch wants to get revenge on last year. But yeah. you know, I think as a fan, I think you probably agree, Spence. I think most yeah, of the worthy fans, we have be a better atmosphere. Yeah, we've missed having Bog in a weird way, not missed having Bogner because we're better than them now, but you know, we yeah, missed yeah, having that game yeah. and those the atmosphere. And I think a yeah, cup definitely. final would be just really up for it as well. And I, I think it's going to look at it both ways. Like having a Bogner final would be great because the would be amazing and then but then getting revenge against Brighton would be also good wouldn't it so yeah and, and beating the best side in the Sussex Senior Cup to, to win yeah if you get a big game. Brighton you're winning it on merit yeah aren't you? exactly so yeah I think even more really to yeah. be honest yeah. Um, yeah looking forward to it we've got a really good last few weeks of the season we? yeah really? it's going to be exciting I mean as we said uh Results go away. We could be giving some board members uh, sort of little heart palpitations, mm-hmm. thinking, "Oh, yeah, what, if, what, if, what if, what if, what if?" Yeah, well. really we all nice hope it's what it is. I mean, because we said like this time last year, we'd take anything, just staying up. But to be in and around the playoffs and the real, real possibility of Probably being on. Have said this at the start of the season. Yeah, we? No. we're just sitting at the beginning of April talking about playoffs. Mental, mm. mental. Uh, yeah. Just from where, I think, again, I think I've said this before. Like we need to t- sometimes to take a seat, sit back, and uh, a step back and realise how far we've come in such a short period of time mm. because it's just unreal. It's just the level we're at now compared to when I first joined the club and um, a lot's down to Hinch but a lot's down to hard work off the pitch as well mm. from the volunteers and everything. It's, it's just on a different planet. Yeah. Stu, enjoy the last few weeks of the season. Thank Maybe not know. the last few weeks and hopefully a bit more. Hopefully into um, May because that's what we want. Um, yeah. And then a, a well-deserved break. Barry's already changed his holiday. I heard so he's, uh, he's got he's got faith. He's oh, really? got faith. Yeah. He's delayed those flights over to Barbados. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His yeah. mansion out in Barbados. Yeah, so there we go. Nice. But yeah, um, we look forward to seeing what happens. Look forward to it. Cheers, mate. This is the Rebel Yell podcast. He's um he's going to live for that for the rest of his life, isn't he? I scored a penalty <laughs> against Man United. Actually. Next T-shirt. Yeah, I think, yeah, next, the next T-shirt. T-shirt. I this, scored a penalty this, against Man United. Yeah. Evans won on the back. Big picture, Stuart. Yeah, front. big picture. Just, just a school kid picture. Let's ask. Let's ask, try and get his family. Get him at school. Like a little picture. I'm Stuart. Anyway, um, no thanks for sitting down for Stuart's per usual. Good insight into the youth and the sort of scenario in the changing rooms. Um, that kind of starts to run up the end of our podcast. Um, 
we've been good and we've done one quicker than we normally have this month, Spencer. Like we've left it six weeks rather than eight to yeah. ten weeks. But um, as you know, like personal lives, everything like that gets in the way sometimes. We try and bring it to you. Pete will probably have underwear washing day next month. Do you reckon? Is G string? Sounds like pants excuse to me. <laughs> Boom. Um, hopefully it'll be here next month. Hopefully. At the moment, we've got one more plan, which is an end-of-season podcast. But that could get changed if we make the playoffs. So it would be a podcast special for the playoffs, which we'll speak to you next month. We'll try and get um, the um, some of the players involved. You know, we'll do something special to sort of celebrate the moment that we hope is coming very soon. Um, it's hard not to get carried away, but, you know, it's the dream to see us. You know, even, as I said, like being on BT Sport, they'll televise the um, eliminators. I mean, that, imagine yeah. seeing BT Sport. Actually, that's why. No, that's why Pete Slout, won't come Slout, on next Slout month. On that's why Pete won't come on next month because he'll be asked to do the commentary for BT Sport, and he will never, he will never hear the end of that. And apparently, his agent has to get involved or something. He'll have an agent. <laughs> that's probably Stu. Stu could be his agent. <laughs> Pete, if BT Sport, if we get to the eliminators, they'll do coverage here. Pete will try to try and get on the commentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah but mean, then we'll be too big. We'll be too big, small for him. Then he'll be big time. Then won't he? But, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 90, 90% cut for you, yeah? No, I'm in charge. Oh. <laughs> An honour. Don't massage his ego, Stu. Anyway, um, we look forward to um, bringing you a podcast or two in the next couple of months, um, hopefully two. Um, but other than that, some really exciting games coming up. A couple of getaway days. Looking forward to Taunton. That'll be a nice way to wrap up the season, full season. Yeah. Um, that'll be a good away day. Um, all the tickets for the WFCSA travel have sold out, um, which is fantastic. Cheson, I think there's a couple left, but that's something like literally you probably wouldn't have listened yeah, to this by that time. Yeah, is now rearranged. Farm will be rearranged, but tickets will be honoured and there'll be probably a few spare due to it being a five o'clock departure on a Tuesday. But thanks for supporting WFCSA Travel this season. I think, you know, really support the Sport Association. Thanks to Gary for organising it. You know, he's done a really, really good job. Um, and long may it continue because it will continue next season. You know, we'll get we'll get the coaches booked up and everything, which will be fantastic and bring you affordable, reliable travel. Um, it's been really good. Um, as we said at the beginning, we've got our t-shirts. So if you listen to this before Saturday's match against Braintree, if you listen after, there won't be any left, I guarantee you. So better listen to it early. But if you do listen to this and you might not be able to get to the game, please do give us a message because we can um, we can all arrange yeah, it if you sort of pay. We've got like a sum up machine, everything like that. But we'll accept cash and card like we did last time. We'll be outside the ground from about 1.45, 2 o'clock, just inside the turnstiles. Um, anything else from you, Spencer? No, I, I, I prepared a little stat. Yeah, you had a stat, didn't you? Yeah, you know, that's what so, I was leading you on to. So yeah, when you go, no, you meant to you go. Know, said, yeah, I do said, have something. We've said, we've said, you know, ups and downs this season, and, you know, the entertainment and things. So, um, you know, our last, our last, um, last four games been at 20, 25 goals between in both teams. So we're averaging six, six and a quarter goals per game. So. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the nil-nil against against Concord tonight. <laughs> there we go, Mr. Positive over there. <laughs> no, not with Ollie. Ollie will Ollie be wanting to score. He'll be wanting to get 150 for the end of the season, won't he? Might be a struggle. But um, thanks to our usual sponsors, um, MK Window Cleaning, for your sponsor, Price Jones Electrical. And we'll we'll see you around. We'll hopefully see you next month for an extra. Other than that, follow us on Rebel Yell WFCSA. You've got the socials of the Worthing FCSA Sports Association. 
Follow us for live matchday commentary on rebelyell.live with Pete and be here for the rest of the season. Come see the running. Come, come and enjoy the last few games because it'll be over before you know it and we'll be having no more football for a few months. Yeah. That's, that's men and women. Yes. Get down 30th of April. Sutton United ground away versus Dartford. Hope to see you there. Thanks for tuning in. Look forward to being here and we'll see you around the grounds. Take care. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.